Today, we finally answer the question, does money really equal happiness? Or can money buy happiness in the first place? There's been some amazing new research that just came out, and the answer is both yes and no. And you need to understand both of them. Otherwise, if you just understand the yes side of things, you'll be looking for happiness for the rest of your life. You'll still be lost. If you only understand the no side of things, then you're leaving so much happiness on the table. So let's dive right on into it. Welcome to the Gold Guy Podcast. This first study was done by Deaton and Daniel, and you're all probably really familiar with it. As they said, after $75,000 income per year, then money no longer impacts happiness. It flatlines. After $75,000, money and happiness, that relationship just flatlines. And what they said is, you know, after that amount, you know, really, if it doesn't really have to do with money anymore. It has to do with you know depression or if death is happening or things that you can't control that are making you unhappy. The interesting part about this study is that they really actually didn't even measure happiness. They measured unhappiness. Really what they found when they went back to it was that they looked at unhappy people. If you are unhappy as a person, then after $75,000, then yeah, income can no longer impact your happiness because you like income can't fix death bad relationships, bad health, and can, it can't fix that. So this study done in 2010, people kind of took it off the rails and they said, yo, after 75 grand, income no longer impacts happiness, that's a done deal. Now, what you have to understand before we jump into the yes side of things, is this other study done by Johnson and, and Kruger, uh, which was done in 2006, so actually a bit before Daniel's study. What they found as far as the relationship between money and happiness, it doesn't have to do with you know buying material things. What it actually has to do with is more so wealth and your perceived control of your financial situation. If you have a good perceived control of your financial situation, that's the tie between money and happiness. It doesn't have to do with buying material things. That's not it. It's the perceived control of your financial situation. And actually, it's not even really about the income. It's about your wealth. I'll give you an example because you have to factor debt into these things. Because let's say you make $300,000 a year. Okay, but you have high car loans, you have high interest payments, you have high credit card bills, high school loans, high mortgage, then your 300 grand really doesn't mean much because you don't have that much control. You have all this debt hanging over your head. You're kind of still living paycheck to paycheck. But if you make $100,000 a year and you don't have any debt at all, you just have maybe a little bit of a mortgage, you have so much control over your, your financial situation. You have your money inside index funds, mutual funds, real estate. You have money inside high interest savings accounts. You have so much control over your money. And that's the tie between money and happiness. It has to do with the wealth. So I want you to remember that as we dive into the yes side of things in the situation. So 10 years after the Daniel study, a guy named Killingsworth did his own study coming out of the University of Pennsylvania in 2020. And what they found, they actually ended up measuring happiness. What they found is the relationship between money and happiness is unlimited. As high as up to half a million dollars a year in income, the more money you made, the happier you were, and it just goes off the charts. The slope just goes off the charts. So the reason why these two studies kind of found different you know, outcomes was because of how they took the data. Just the first study, how they took the data was they asked people one time and they asked them a lot of yes or no questions. And they asked them about yesterday. So, hey, yesterday, did you feel happy? Yesterday, did you feel stressed? Yes or no? So if you answer yes to everything, you're kind of at a cap. Like you can't get any happier than that. This study with Killingsworth and they gave you a rating scale and they asked you multiple times a day in real time for an extended period of time. So the data they got was a bit different. 
both these studies were right and both of these studies were wrong. So for Killingsworth, the, the yes side of things is, yeah, money does equal happiness and it is nonstop and it goes off the charts. The bringing this all together a little bit, you know, and, and that's just a fraction of the yes. You know, I haven't gotten to the most important piece of this yet. And that comes at the end. If you skip that, then you're definitely going to be lost if you think money equals happiness. You just need to make as much money as possible. So that's not even the most important piece of this podcast. A study just came out in 2020, November. So pretty much like not even a year, not even a year ago um, with uh, Barbara Mellers. And she was able to talk to both the researchers, both Killingsworth and Daniel and say, hey, can I utilize your data to figure out what really happened here? Why do you guys get two different outcomes? What she found was that they were both, again, right and wrong. The thing is, the unlimited, quote unquote, happiness that you feel as far as no matter how much money you have, you keep on getting happy and happier. That only works for people that are genuinely happy. If you are a happy individual, then, yeah, no matter how much money you make, it just keeps on going off the charts like money only helps you. This is great. But if you are unhappy, that's when happiness and money, that's when that relationship plateaus and it just becomes flatlined. So the less happy you are as a person, the less money can impact your happiness after about $100,000. They adjusted it to hundred grand for the study to adjust for inflation. And Daniel's original argument was between 60 and 90 grand. So they adjusted it to hundred grand. So after $100,000, if you're unhappy as a person, money no longer can help you. Like again, it doesn't help you with bad relationships, doesn't help you with bad health, et cetera. So... That's not, again, that's not the biggest piece of this podcast. Here's what I want everyone to be able to take away from this podcast today. This is the most important part of this podcast. Money only impacts 15% of your happiness. The correlation between money and happiness is significant statistically, but it is a weak correlation. It only impacts 15% of your happiness. So what I'm saying is that if you think money is just going to make you happy, that's only 15%. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're missing that other 85%, I'm going to say exactly how to get that other 85%. But if you're missing that other 85%, no matter how much money you have, you're going to be in that Daniel study. After 100 grand, your, your relationship between money and happiness is going to flatline because you're missing that other 85%. Money is such a small part of our happiness. The other 85% comes from an amazing researcher. I'm going to butcher her last name. It's Lim Limbros, Lim Limbersky. She did amazing studies about happiness. I think for over, over about a decade or so. The top five strategies for happiness. I'm going to go through each and every single one of them and give you a really quick strategy on how to be able to specifically target that. Is this the top one? Is gratitude. You can write down gratitude in a notebook. You can do it while meditating. But when people practice gratitude, they see the positive things inside life. They're not blind to all the negative things, but they have a more positive outlook on life and the things that happen. And that correlates greatly with happiness. That is the greatest, one of the greatest correlations with happiness is gratitude. The second one has to do with positive relationships. So positive friendships, positive relationships with your family, positive romantic relationships. That's something that everyone seeks and that brings a lot of happiness to people. That also correlates really strongly with happiness. So make plans to be able to hang out with your friends at least once a week so you'll be able to get that benefit. The next one has to do with health. On When people get older, like 70, 80 years old, they define success as having great health. So your health and your wellness is really important to your happiness. That's another strong correlator. So make strategies to be able to work on your health. Make sure you exercise. Make sure you eat healthy. Make sure you sleep enough. The fourth one 
has to do with hobbies, doing things that you enjoy, that you like doing. And you can hit all four of those with just one activity. If you love basketball, you can play basketball and just have gratitude that you're able to move around, be able to play with friends. So you're able to hit that friendship. You're able to hit just playing around and, and that's, that's your hobby. And also that works on your health and your fitness because you're running up and down the court exercising. So basketball can cover all four of those. And the fifth one, people, this isn't a super popular one, but it, it definitely correlates with happiness and that is faith. Because if you think about it, faith is, you know, you have hope for something, you have a, a positive outlook for something, you have a positive mindset. So those five things, gratitude, health, hobbies, fitness, and, and wellness, and faith all correlate towards the happiness. That is the other 85% of the happiness. So my, my ending with you all today really is this understand that yes, money does equal happiness. They can go up and up and the relationship can be nonstop, but that's only if you are happy as an individual. So make sure that you focus on the other 85%. Otherwise you'll never be truly happy. Money can't make you happy. So that is really the synopsis of the research between money and its relation to happiness. I hope that brought you a ton of value. I hope that shifted your mindset a bit about how you feel about money. And the last thing I'll say is this. I said there's a maximum of 15% that money impacts your happiness. The difference between $10,000 a year and $250,000 a year was 5% of that, of that variance. 5%. So let's say, just to make it simpler terms, someone that made $10,000 a year, money only impacts 10% of their happiness. Someone who makes $250,000 a year, money only impacts 15% of their happiness. That's $240,000 of a difference and it only impacts your happiness with a variance of 5%. That's how little money really impacts your happiness. That's how weak of a correlation it is. Focus on the other 85% gratitude, relationships, health, hobbies, fitness, and faith any one of those to really build the other 85%. Till next time, peace.